Live from Buffalo Wild Wings, this is Unnecessary Roughness. Not that there's any moral victories in this, but you even look at some of the, the power rankings and the fact that they have us where they have us after being, you know, having one victory at this point shows that, you know, there's something that we're doing out there that people are taking notice of and just not finishing um, to, the, to the best of our abilities. We know that we're close, and again, we've already said this, close doesn't count, you know, it doesn't matter. Just win, Daniel. Here's your boy Q. Keys to victory for the Raiders. What do they need to do to get a W on Sunday? That's the question that we're asking. 69187, keyword R&R. You could also hit us up at 702-365-9200. Again, we're at the Buffalo Wild Wings, Galleria Mall, 617 Mall Ring Circle. Every single Friday, we go to a different Buffalo Wild Wings. We're on like a, 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 a tour. I feel like I'm a rock star, and I'm on a tour, and I'm going to Buffalo Wild Wings. And so I really enjoy each and every Friday being out and about, being amongst the people, and having an opportunity to have people come on by, say what's up, get hooked up with all these different prizes. I didn't even realize we had these Vegas chill, um, really cool white T-shirts. I didn't even realize we had some of these. The, the prizes just keep rolling out. We've got the onesie. We've got the gray kind of tie-dye shirt. We've got hats. We have everything that you really could imagine. And then all of a sudden there's more stuff that comes rolling out. So if you want to get hooked up, all you got to do is come on by, stop at the table, say what's up. It's that simple. You don't have to do any cartwheels. You don't have to play press man coverage in the middle of the street and try to slow down Vegas Jess. This is going to be a battle, by the way, between me and Vegas Jess for quite a while. Good times. Got a text at 69187, keyword R&R from Mailman Raider. Seems like Vegas Jess versus Q is the Immaculate Deception 2.0. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I uh, got a text from Vegas Pete, who was actually here a little earlier. Said, Vegas Pete. Thanks for the jersey cue. Also, I recall when Robertson was drafted, he broke down and cried. How can you not root for a long shot like him? Also, Raiders are a good running team, and Texans can't stop it, so that's where we attack. Raiders should trade for uh, Gusecki. We're really thin at tight end right now. Also, another text from the 509. The defense needs to quit playing soft. Cornerbacks need to get up in the face of the receiver and not allow him to breathe. Keep feeding Jacobs the rock and start playing smash mouth football. Raider KP, 1976, and... I thought I was getting up in the face of Vegas Jess, and I wasn't going to allow him to breathe when I was playing press man coverage on him on, uh, on Friday night. It didn't work out too well. Vegas Jess put that, put that extra little push in the small of my back, or maybe as, uh, as Jason, his son, said, he hit me with his belly, and, uh, and I, and I kind of rolled. But uh, either way, the case may be, I, I failed. I, I was not good at what I did, and you'll hear the sound of that in just a little bit. Before we get to that, though, let's go out to the phone lines, 702-365-9200. Talk to a very patient Raider Mac. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, Q, just have a rematch. So, I mean, let's do – y'all just do a rematch so we all can come and, and send the money to charity. We'll come and make it a charity event, you one-on-one. Okay. Yeah, make it a one-on-one. We'll come down there and watch you. Hey, Q, I think – and, hey, DeMond – I think both of you guys are doing a great job, man. Hey, but here, here's the thing for the Raiders, man. Hey, look, Q, I don't know how long you've been a Raider fan, and I've been a Raider fan for almost over 40-something years, man. And it, it gets to the point where you just, I mean, in the last 20 years, we had two winning seasons, Q. We, yeah. we, we, were, we were fired up for this season, and it's not over. I'm, right. I'm going to be a Raider fan no matter we win or lose. But here's right. the, the key to the game. You every quarterback. I mean, back in the days, we used to let quarterbacks that were no name just throw, throw, become big names. They, yeah. Miles, uh, he only has two hundred and forty-six yards passing. That's the most he 
had this season, and that was against the Chargers. Right. That's the key to the game. You got to stop this this guy. You cannot let him do this, what Kyler Murray or, or, or Patrick Mahomes do to you um, in this game. The defense got to step up. I mean, the offense going to take care of itself. They got a good, okay. decent defense. But, Q, we got to stop this guy. And also, even without Hunter Renfro, even without um, – um, Darren Waller, we still should win this game. Yep. Great teams win games without their stars, and this is what what I'm talking about. We, we we've been in this this bad five of losing and losing. I mean, we went to the playoffs last year. Now this year, it started back again. We 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 got to get out of this. So this Sunday, that's the key. You guys have a good weekend. We've been listening. Uh, are, are you doing your um, tailgate? Yes. Yes. No doubt. Okay. Yep. Okay. Can you um, uh, let us know where you tailgating at, or what, or what you're doing again, so we yep. know before you get off the air? Yep, we'll do. Definitely, we'll do. Thank you, Raider Mac, for the call. I appreciate you. And yeah, I've been a, a Raider fan for a very, very long time. I mean, me and my buddy Daniel used to walk across the bridge all the time at the Coliseum there in the Bay in Oakland, and uh, we we were there all the time, man. And that's why it's such an honor for me to do what I do on the daily, because in this business, normally this doesn't happen. Normally, you don't become a fan of a certain team, and then all of a sudden you get the privilege later in life to actually cover them from a professional standpoint. Like, it really doesn't happen like that. And actually, that was a topic I wanted to bring up on the show sometime this week, uh, but it just didn't happen because we had so much other stuff to get to. But the situation that I'm in where I get to cover my favorite team every single day and talk about my favorite team is has been a dream come true. Like, it's something that doesn't – it just doesn't happen in this business, right? I mean, I was in Central Texas for, what, 10 years covering the, the, the Cowboys and covering the Texans and covering Baylor and covering high school football. And to have the opportunity to come here to Las Vegas and do what I'm doing on the daily – I mean, sometimes I have to pinch myself because I don't realize that, I mean, like, is this really happening? So it's been it's been amazing. But you're right about allowing certain guys to shine. Like, I mean, I remember, you know, remember the Nick Mullins game when Nick Mullins was a 49er and he got his first career start and the Raiders' defense led by Paul Gunther made him look like Joe Montana, right? And so that was like the, the running joke when – when the Raiders uh, signed Nick Mullins in, in the offseason that, oh, man, remember that game against the Raiders where he looked like the greatest thing since sliced bread? The Raiders have done that a lot of times. They've gotten into the habit as an organization of playing down to the, to the competition. And that's not just this group that's in the locker room right now. It's just one of those things. It's been We talk about culture and we talk about how certain teams operate, and it doesn't really matter who they put plug into play. They just play really well. They have that they just the, the organization is built in, in a way where they just, they just breed winners, right? I mean, there's certain organizations that it really doesn't matter who's there. They find ways to win because that's the culture that they've created. The Raiders are trying to do that. That's what head coach Josh McDaniels is trying to do. That's what Dave Ziegler is trying to do. That's what Champ Kelly is trying to do. They're trying to create that culture where it doesn't matter who's out there. They're going to go out there, and they're going to play at the highest level. That's what the Raiders have to do is get back. And that's how the old school Raiders were, right? The, the team that everyone fell in love with, Jim Plunkett was a guy that everyone thought was going to be an NFL bust. And he went there, and he took over, and he ended up being the man, right? And, and, and leading them to Super Bowl championships. I mean, it's just it, it was the culture that the Raiders had back in the day of, well, don't worry. If you're not performing at the level you should, you will with us because that's who we are. I mean, that's, that's what – and I, that wasn't my era, but I still – I mean, I know the history. That's what it was. The Raiders had that kind of, that kind of uh, culture built where it don't matter if you washed out somewhere else 
if you had talent, if you had strength, if you had speed, if you had some know-how as far as playing the game, you were going to succeed with the Raiders because that's how they were built. They're not built like that right now. That's what they have to get back to. The teams that are around the league that are, are good year in and year out, they have that. The Raiders aren't there yet. That's what they need to do. They cannot on Sunday, to your point, let Davis Mills look like Joe Montana or whoever you, you want to, you know, whatever. He, he can't be a really good quarterback because he's not, and he's regressed. So they got to stop the run and not allow Davis Mills to get comfortable out there and beat him. So, yeah, we'll continue to take your calls and texts. Again, uh, 69187, keyword R&R, and then 702-365-9200. Uh, one more text from uh, Mailman Raider, and then we'll get to some, some good audio. Q, one name that I don't think has been brought up is Nelson Aguilar. I don't, I don't think we need wide receivers, but chemistry with Carr. Uh, knows the system and not in favor in New England. And I've seen a lot of Raider fans talking about bringing in another wide receiver. I don't think that the Raiders need more wide receivers. I really don't. You know, I know the trade deadline's coming up. I would much rather, if the Raiders are going to make a move, make a move for a linebacker. Go out and get Roquan Smith. Go out and get, you know, an offensive lineman. Go out and get a D tackle. Go and get something that is a position of need. I don't think another wide receiver is what's needed right now. I think they have the weapons. They just aren't on all the same page right now. And Nelly doesn't really know the system, right? He doesn't know the system because this is a Josh McDaniels-led system. And I realize he played in New England last year, but, you know, is he comfortable in that system? We know he was on the same page with uh, Carr when he played it with the Raiders. I just, I just don't think another wide receiver is what they need. I think they need some defensive help. Go out and get a corner, right? Go out and get a corner that's healthy because right now that's a little thin area as well. So uh, we'll continue to take your, your calls and texts. Again, 69187, keyword R&R, and, of course, 702-365-9200. What is it going to take for the Raiders to come away with the victory on Sunday against the Houston Texans and improve their record to 2-4 and four on the season as they prepare for next week's game? Now, we've had some controversy. DeMond's already, you know, he's already excited. He's already fired up. And Raider Nation, I want you to chime in on this. We've had some controversy between myself and Vegas Jess about – our little football competition that we had on Friday that ended pretty quickly because I failed. I fell and messed up my shoes, messed up my shirt, ripped up my hands. They're getting a little healthier now, though. They're, getting, they're looking a little bit better. But they were looking pretty bad on, uh, on Friday night slash Saturday morning when I headed to the barbershop, realized that, hey, you know, at a certain, certain point I need to stop doing um, young, young men games and, and stick, to, stick to what I know. But Vegas Jess called in yesterday and said he actually ca caught the ball, which I still don't believe he caught. But he, he said he did. I reviewed the tape, and I don't see a catch. And what I did see, I think that you can hear. And so I want you to listen to the audio and tell me what you hear, Raider Nation. And if you don't hear it, I'll point it out. But I don't want to tell you what I hear first, and then you listen for it. I want you to hear it, and you tell me if you hear it. So, Damon, you got the sound. It's only 10 seconds. Here it is. Here's a quick glimpse to myself dying on Friday night. Oh, my God. Are you okay, Okay. Damon, did you hear it? I don't know what you want me to. Would, would it, I don't want you. I want you to. You're trying to lead the witness a little bit. Because no, I'm not. You're no, saying I, no, I didn't. No, I just want you to hear what, what you hear. That's why I didn't tell you what, what it is, what you're listening for. Okay, I don't know what you want me to listen for, but I, I hear nothing, the fall. I hear the laughter when the fall yeah, happens. Yeah, you can hear the pit-pat, right, of the, of, of the feet? Yes, I can, but um, okay, besides run it back, that. Run it, run it back one more time, see if you hear it, and then I'll, I'll tell you what I hear. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you okay, man? <laughs> Thank you. You're we need a medic. 
Okay, so did you hear? Did you hear anything that stood out to you? No. Okay, right before. Okay, now I'm going to tell you what to listen for. Right before you hear, oh, my God, you don't hear the ball bounce on the ground? I knew that that's what you were going for, but I don't. I'll, I'll play it. We're, we're live. I'll play it one more time. One now more that time. I say, right, okay, listen, it's right before, oh, my God, the ball, you'll hear the ball, and it sounds like it bounces. Go ahead, play it. Oh, my God. Did you hear it? All right. I, did, I hear what you heard. Did you hear the ball hit the ground? I, I heard it. All right, so this is going to be around, like, the midway. It's the about five. the seven-second mark. All right, I'm like going to play it one more time for everybody okay, so they can ahead. get that full. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. We need a medic. We need a medic. Oh, yeah, that's just going to be a drop. Just that. We need a medic. So, okay, so let me ask you, did you hear the drop? Or did you hear the ball hit the ground? Because it was a Nerf ball. Remember, it's a Nerf ball. I did hear what you may think is the ball hitting the ground. You know, because I'm neutral in this. I know. He says that's he caught it. I know. You, well, and that's, you, and that's, why, that's why I didn't tell you ahead of time, like, hey, you're listening for the ball to hit the ground. Because then you would have been listening for it. I want you to hear it naturally. But now that I now that I've heard it and now that you've cued me in to that the exact, you know, second Can't marker. Play it again. Play it again. Oh, oh my oh, God. Are you okay, Nick? Thank you. We need a medic. That was the greatest 10 seconds, by the way. <laughs> I got a text from P.E. in North Carolina. He said I heard it. P.E. said he heard it. I heard something as well, but I don't know if that's the ball hitting the ground. That's all I'm saying. What is this? What do you think it is? I'm already on the ground. At that point, I'm already on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him say, oh, my God. So, you know, I was already done. I'm down. Could, it be, down. could it be the spike of a, of a, you know, a victory after, after he made the catch? That sounded like a spike to you? Hey, man, maybe Who it was spiked a spike. Who that? A 12-year-old? Hey, I'm just trying. You know, we can't cut off any avenues here. I'm and just since saying. Vegas Jess is driving on the way to California... I you mean, know. you know Vegas Jess. He's not the tallest dude, but he's a little bit stronger. <laughs> if he was going to spike it, man, he's going to put something behind it, man. That wasn't no spike. I could spike. I don't have a ball right now, but I could spike it. So you're still concluding, even though that you clearly, from we can hear in the first three seconds here. <laughs> you can, yeah, you can hear. You can hear me fall. You can hear the. That's me. I mean, that was. I, I, hey, I'll be the first to tell you, man. Anyone who's been in, the, in playing football on the street knows what that sounds like. That's, so, that's man going down, and that was me. Even though you didn't see anything, you're still saying that he didn't catch it. No, I, yeah, for sure. I thought he didn't catch it because he told me. And then remember this. Remember this part of it. He said originally that he didn't catch it. And then yesterday when he called in, he said, oh, I was just trying to be nice. So you, you take that first, the first, I mean, like, why are you going to change what you said? Co competition is competition. I don't care if you fall. I don't care if you hurt yourself. I don't care if you're on the street bleeding. I'm going to tell you I caught it. I'm going to do a dance. I'm going to spike the ball. I'm going to do all that. Maybe I'm just cold-blooded. You are. But <laughs> the, the, more, the more evidence that you come, Q, you're, you're building a really good case here. You know, you are building a good case because you would have known if he would have caught that as soon as you, got, you dusted yourself off from the ground. No, I didn't have any idea. I got up, and I walked to the, the driveway, and I laid back down. I was done. I was done. 
Tampa Vegas Jets for him to say that he didn't catch it. He and said then at yesterday, first he didn't catch it, and then he changed his mind. For him to say he was just protecting your feelings. Nobody's trying to protect my feelings. That's basically what he was saying. That's what he was trying to say, but come on, man. Yeah, I don't know. His, his, his story's know looking a little flimsy. Exactly. We got a bunch of calls in. Let me get to the phones real quick. All right, go ahead. 702-365-9200. I want to hear from you guys. Let me know what you heard there. Fabian said, you mean the tuck, tuck, tuck before the first voice? No, the tuck, tuck, tuck was probably my feet. Trying to catch my feet, and I'm going down. I was like Mary J. Blige, man. I'm going down. <laughs> you ain't around. It was all bad. All right, Q, we got somebody on the phone right now who is going to be able to crack this case wide open. All right, let's go to him. Who we got? Jason. Oh, that's the quarterback. All right, Jason, help solve the mystery. What's going on, brother? What up, everybody? Man, this has been comedy gold all week. Just listening to this whole uh, scenario that's unfolded with you and my pops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so obviously, you can hear that that beautiful hype. So you know, you, you heard that, right? You know. Um, so, <laughs> from my point of view, when I do it, <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a little bit of contact. I'm not going to say you both of you guys are pretty handy on that one, um, but. I think there was a little bit of a gut, a little bit of a, a slight gut push that might have just uh, knocked you center of balance off a little bit, and that's maybe why he might have just went uh, face forward down. Right. But so what happened was uh, when he when he started sliding and he fell, my dad actually bobbled the bat, uh, bobbled the the, uh, the ball and then caught it. <laughs> but did and it hit so, the ground? No, it didn't. It never hit the ground. It, it never hit the ground. <laughs> it never hit the ground. It never hit the ground. I don't know what you guys are hearing. Maybe you guys might have been here because as soon as, as soon as you hit the floor, I clapped, and that might have been what you're hearing because I, I, I slapped my hands together because that's when I said, "Oh, he broke your ankle." That that was yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. I so heard that, that. Was, I think I think you if that if you guys looking closely, I think that would have been. I think you're hearing my clap, and then that's when I say, "Damn, broke his ankle." So, I think I'm I'm pretty sure that little sound that tidbit that you're thinking you're hearing the uh, cue might not be what you want it to be. <laughs> so, so you're telling me that he bobbled the ball and then he got it, and then because he caught it. You were on the floor. Listen, Q, so when you were on the floor, uh, winded on the driveway, I asked my dad. I'm looking at you, trying to make sure you're all right. I asked my dad, I'm like, did you catch it? And he's like, I did catch it. I'm like, all right, cool. Because I saw him bobble, but when I saw him bobble, dude, you were on the floor, and I just I, I couldn't stop laughing. I'm sorry. You're a good friend and all, but, man, that was pretty funny seeing you eat it like that. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, Jason, the quarterback, sorry, also. I hey, man, I, see you, I hear that deflation in you. Man. I know, because oh, I. Oh, man. I, I, I really feel like the ball hit the ground, but that's okay. I Hey, I, I got your back. That's okay. I'm not mad at that the, at I, all. The video didn't show the actual catch. It, it, it went off right as soon as you went down, right? I think the video shows the the ball hit the ground. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, so I need this to see is the video because I never got to see the video. Okay, I, well, I mean, I'll I tell you what I saw. I'll tell you right now. I just did. I just committed career suicide, and I just sent the video to Demond, and I'm gonna let Demond. Oh! I'm gonna let Demond watch the video, and you tell me what you see. All right, I'm watching it in real time, y'all. Oh snap! Oh. <laughs> Hold on, yo. We might need to go to New York on this catch, though. This I'm is looking saying. very controversial on that this I'm is an actual saying. catch. I'm just saying. It doesn't help that the ball happens to be a black Medela ball and it's nighttime. <laughs> no, nah, okay. No, nah, cute catch. 
No we way. talked to the oh, officials. Wait, he, bobbled cut, right? he bobbled. I thought it hit the ground. Q had to zoom in a little bit, but after further determination, the play on the field stands. You would say that. It, I'm not doing that to be a hater. Q. How do you? You don't see that ball bobble and hit the ground. Radio, you heard it live. It Q, I've got the brightness all the way up. I do too. We're watching it in real time. You're gonna make. I'm gonna make people stand in line here at Buffalo Wild Wings and, and watch the film. There's gonna be a Look, you can even see the ball bounce out of his hands. It bounced. But out that of his was hands. the bobble. No, he, he hit the it. ground first. He went down. Look at it. Watch one more time. All right, I'm watching one more time. <laughs> Q, All that's right. a catch, man. All right. All right. Fair enough. I'll let you call it. I'll let you call. Well, it. let's ask the audience. Do you want me to tweet this out? <laughs> no, I will, no, not at all. I want you to. I want you to play the sound though. Play it one more time. Thanks, Jason. We appreciate you. No problem. <laughs> Oh, my God. You, okay, you tell me you didn't hear that. We need a medic. <laughs> Who else we got up, man? Who else we got up? Hold on. Hold on. I got the Jason, and I was like, I, I ignored all the other calls because I was like, oh, Jason, we'll we got to get Jason on. Uh, that's funny. All right. <laughs> Come uh, on, man. Mailman, Ra Mailman Raider Max texted us and said, y'all need a rematch with Derek Carr throwing the ball. There you go. That's what I need. That's what I need. I need. I got I to find. I need a witness. I get, I need a witness. I need someone to come witness this. This is this is this is blasphemy. I can't even say the word right. <laughs> All right, let's get Jacob from Fresno on. Jacob in the five five nine represent. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, first off, I want to thank Cassie Shoto for uh, giving me a shout out earlier for my new baby boy. We call him R J for Raymond James, and uh, big up to my fam out there in Las Vegas. Cassie, her dad, Carlos. And even their mom, Denise, that likes the donkeys, but she's still a Raider at heart. I know she is. <laughs> and uh, just I want to give a shout-out to you guys. Great work in the morning. Q, always listen to podcasts. Great stuff. Hoping for a Raider victory. Just pound that ball. And hopefully we just get that spark going from the former Fresno State uh, duo with Derek and Devontae. But uh, just also I wanted to call in for and thank you guys for everything. All right. Thanks for the call, my man. Definitely appreciate you. Again, we got Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports coming up in a matter of minutes, about 430. We'll get to him, but let's go back out to the fall lines at 702-365-9200. Again, congratulations, Jacob, on the baby boy, uh, the birth of the baby. That's awesome, man. Appreciate you on that. Uh, go ahead, Damon. Who's up next? Just heard from Jacob in Fresno. Now we're going to hear from Jacob in Vegas. All right. Jacobs are wild. Jacob, what's on your mind? Hey, Q, Damon. Good show today, guys. Uh, and two Jacobs in a row is kind of funny, but uh, – I was listening to you guys earlier talking about how we give up random big days to quarterbacks and no names. Uh, it made me think of Nick Foles with the seven touchdowns. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Yes, I remember that one. Yeah, I think we all, that's a scar in all of our hearts, right? I mean, he came off the right. bench, I think, uh, for whoever it was and tore us up. So that's what made me think of that. Hopefully we can change that, uh, that culture going forward. I feel like we were on that track and then uh, – Murray from the Cardinals did what he did to us in the second half and it makes me worried. But uh, I think we could make big games. I thought, Q, I saw that tweet earlier about how they have two, two uh, high safeties a lot from the Texans. Yeah. Man, we've heard the last two weeks about the defense from the Denver Broncos and the freaking Chiefs. And I think that if we could put up the numbers we put up on those guys, this Texan defense don't want anything to do with our offense. We're going to go in there. We're going to crush them. We're going to put up 45. Big win. Go Raiders. 
There you go. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Great call. And, yeah, man, you can't allow a quarterback that's not a great quarterback to be a great quarterback, right? I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing. I mean, you've got to treat a quarterback that's, that's just subpar. You've got to treat him like he's subpar. Don't let him get off and just do whatever he wants to do. You know, you've got to be able to just dominate, right? And, and I know that the Raiders haven't really dominated at all this season. That's why they're 1-4. But at some point, you turn the corner, man. You decide who you're going to be. You're either going to be that – that really good team that everyone expected heading into the season, or are you just going to be mediocre and you're going to be talking about the draft in a couple, you know, a couple weeks or whatever? So let's get one more call. We got one more call to get to, Demon. Demon shook me off. Demon said, "No, I'll take a break." All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. He'll join the show. Talk all things betting lines. I'll continue to look over some of this film, see what we're talking about. Again, we're here live at Buffalo Wild Wings Galleria Mall, six seventeen Mall Ring Circle. I still believe Vegas Jess did not catch the ball, but apparently, under further review, Demon believes he did. So we'll continue to debate that as we close out the show. Sweater Nation Radio, nine twenty. It's time to take a look at the lines that can help win you some money with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. Brought to you by Joe's Stone Crab, located inside the Caesars Forum Shops, here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And Lee Sterling joins us now from ParamountSports.com to talk about the betting lines, where you should place your money this weekend. And, Lee, thank you so much for your time, as always, my man. And uh, Week 7 is officially underway. Of course, the Cardinals get the victory over the Saints in Thursday night football. But the bigger headline, Lee, was Christian McCaffrey traded from the Panthers to the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers gave up some picks back to Carolina. What did you think about the trade, and what does that do for 49ers? A lot of people are saying, you know, that Carolina won the trade, second, third, and fourth rounders this year and a fifth rounder next year. But those are at the end of the round, and, you know, it's not like they've been drafting well anyway. So (laughs) I think they should have tried to have gotten the first rounder, even if it was the following year. But we'll see. You know, he could make San Francisco, if he stays healthy, uh, into a really dangerous team running and catching the ball to the backfield. They've, They've lacked that that guy that can go the distance and he can turn an off tackle play or even a screenplay into an 80 yard touchdown. So that's going to be fun to watch. It wasn't like we were watching Carolina anyway. So, right. No, you're right about that. It's so funny. As soon as the trade happened, I tweeted out that, okay, well, Christian McCaffrey and the 49ers will be uh, visiting the Raiders on uh, January 1st at Allegiant stadium. And everybody tweeted at me. Yeah. If Christian McCaffrey is healthy. So that's always the biggest yeah, thing, right. right? It's like, if he stays right. healthy, he's dynamic. But what we've seen more times than not is, he hasn't been healthy, so uh, it's boy. Get, this guy, I mean, he gets he gets to go back. You remember his father played there. Yep, exactly. Know? Yep, and uh, I mean, with his girlfriend. I mean, <laughs> super hot looking. Um, her actually, his girlfriend's sister dates Braxton Berrios. Okay, so. there you go. There you <laughs> yeah, go. That was yeah, a Miami so. cat. That's right. That was a Miami cat. I, remember I guess him. The, to the victor goes the spoils. You know, the <laughs> right? No NFL doubt. Hot shot players. So, there you uh, go. <laughs> don't don't feel bad for for Christian about going from uh, maybe the worst team to one of the best teams in the NFL, and he's got a model girlfriend. There you go. You know, he goes back to the Bay, went to Stanford. So, yeah, there's a lot to like for what Christian McCaffrey's got going on. Just see if he stays healthy. Again, Lee Sterling is our guest from ParamountSports.com here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Let's get into some plays. Let's talk some college ball. Let's start off with TCU and K-State, Big 12 action. TCU, man, woo, the Horn Frogs, they're doing the damn thing right now. TCU minus 3.5 versus K-State. What's your thoughts on this one? Break it down for me, Lee. Yeah, so Sonny Dykes, when he coached at SMU, and he's done a great job with TCU. They, were, they weren't even relevant the last couple of years. 2019, had his team 7-0. 2020, 5-0. 2021, 
2021, 7-0. And then nothing. Didn't right. hear a whisper. After that, he just is able to get his teams to a certain level and give them credit. Not many teams can have those kind of records three years in a row, but then they run out of gas. We're going to be, that's the, the, the $64,000 question. Can they get over the hump? Can they beat a team that's given them problems? Back last year, uh, the Wildcats, uh, 131-12, to never trailed in the game. Uh, the Wildcats, 5-1 and one against the Horned Frogs the last six games. Uh, the Horn Frogs have not protected the home field advantage. Four and twelve, the last sixteen against the spread as a home favorite, and just think that this uh, TCU team is susceptible to a running quarterback. Adrian Martinez already has almost five hundred and fifty rushing yards. Last week, Spencer Sanders had sixty-eight rushing yards and two touchdowns. Adrian Martinez is even way more dynamic than that here. Wrong team favorite. I got Kansas State winning outright, 34-31. Boom, right there. That would yep. definitely burst the bubble of the Horn Frogs right there, playing some good ball. But when you started rattling off Sonny Dykes and his records the past few years and how they started out hot, I felt that theme coming along, and uh, that theme rears its ugly head again this year, according to Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com, who is our guest here on Unnecessary Roughness Radio Nation Radio 920. So TCU minus 3.5 versus K-State. He believes K-State wins that one outright. All right, Lee, let's turn our attention to the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys, they say they're America's team. They're 4-2, and two, and they kind of, I, I guess they, uh, they they weathered the storm with Cooper Rush. Let's put it like that. They're going up against the Detroit Lions, who are not very good. 1-4. Dallas is minus 7 versus the Lions. Thoughts on this one? Yeah. So, uh, people will talk about Matt Patricia and talk about that failed regime. He was 5-17. and 17, His final 22 games as a Lion head coach Dan Campbell, who's much more popular, not much better at four seventeen and one, includes a one and four record this year. I know DeAndre Swift is coming back playing this game, but two weeks ago before the bye, they got shut out by the Patriots twenty nine nothing. I like the fact that Dak's coming back. Um, I never considered Cooper Rush no. the guy here. He was. Um, just a replacement, just a stop gag. They had to really change the offense and dial it down when he came in. Now they'll be able to push the ball down the field with C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Ezekiel Elliott looked really good even in a loss last week. And Tony Pollard, he is the home run hitter here. I think the right team's favorite here. I think Dallas wins by two touchdowns, 38-24. There you go. The Cowboys get their mojo back right there with Dak in the saddle. And I'll say this, man. They played the right style of ball with Cooper Rush, and they just allowed him to manage the game. If they take that same approach and allow Dak to also be able to push the ball down the field, uh, it should be a recipe for a lot of wins. I mean, they got the recipe. They got the players. They got to go out there and execute. But, yeah, I think it's good for all the Cowboy fans to see Dak Prescott back. Under seven. And there you go. Dallas Cowboys minus seven versus the Lions. Again, we're talking with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Lee, let's close things out. It's Raider Nation Radio, so we got to close it out with the Raiders. The Raiders are at home. Allegiant Stadium, they're one and four. They're hosting Houston, who's one, three, and one. The Raiders need a dub. The Raiders minus seven versus the Texans. Thoughts on this one? So let me tell you what's going on with this Houston team. They really drafted well. The guy that You'll hear his name called early and often as Damian Pierce, the running back. Um, he really has a big-time enthusiasm for the game. He's produced over 400 yards at 4.8 yards per carry with three touchdowns already. Uh, and then after that, they drafted uh, a tackle, Kenyon Green. I mean, a kid from Texas A&M stepped right in, 
Uh, two defensive backs, Jalen Petrie and also Derek Stingley Jr., have contributed. So um, they're putting together what's going to be a nice roster. They're not there yet. Uh, they're also able to push the ball down the field this year with Brandon Cooks. Uh, also, Nico Collins and Chris Moore have contributed. So, uh, you know, I, I think that the Raiders here need to have a balance, and they just can't be Devontae Allen. They need to get uh, Darren Waller involved more. Uh, you know, they they got to spread the ball around. So even though they won when they threw it to them nine times, I think when they're going to be more productive and more efficient is when you, you don't know who's getting the ball between any of the, their top three receivers or the running the football. So I think it's going to be a tight game. I think the Raiders win the game here, 27-24, but I think the right side is to take the seven points in the Houston Texans. Oh, and the Raiders cannot yeah. have a game that's just a, a, a blowout and one that Raider fans don't have to hyperventilate all the way down to the wire, and that's kind of what I'm afraid of. I do believe the Raiders win as well. I just think it's going to be closer than most people anticipate. So there you go, yeah. Lee. I like that. Raiders minus seven versus Texans. Take the Texans and the points, but the Raiders win the game, and uh, yeah, I'll take it because it'll make a good week of radio. So there you go. <laughs> Lee, uh, anyone wants to reach out to you get some information, my man, what do they need to do? What a run we've been having. As you know, we talked about last week, we had two 45-unit best bets. We hit both uh, on Air Force and also the Buffalo Bills. We're 53-18 and 18 on these best bet 40-50-unit to 50 unit plays going back the last 12 years. Anyone wants to get involved, we have not had a losing Sunday yet. We have what's called the 5 for 55. Five selections in the NFL, just $55. As soon as you purchase it, window pops open with all five games. Or if you want to do college and pros, we call it our Baker's Dozen 13 games Saturday and Sunday, just $97. How do you get involved? Just one place, ParamountSports.com. And also, forgot to mention the UFC card, Saturday morning, 7 a.m., your time. We have seven selections, and how about this promo, just $17. Last week, we went 4-1. and one. The only fight we didn't hit on was a, took a 6-1 to one flyer on a, a fighter to win in the first round by knockout. That didn't happen, but all the other four fights were knockout winners. So you want to get involved, 7 for 17 in the UFC. But remember, it starts Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Pacific, just one place. ParamountSports.com. Boom, there it is right there. My guy, DeMond, will definitely be locked in on the UFC early in the morning. He's the host of the fight game, so he's excited about that. Lee, I didn't ask you about UNLV. They're on the road. They're taking on Notre Dame. I think we all know how that's going to play out, right? <laughs> yeah, I was so. trying to spare you. I was trying to spare you there. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback situation. Right. Maybe Brumfield back. If he doesn't play, um, no chance at all. I have a friend who is a UNLV grad flying up to Notre Dame, and He's like, uh, looked like a pretty good trip a couple weeks ago. He goes, it's going to get ugly. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so it will. We'll it's stay gonna... away from that game. Just <laughs> don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback situation. No, it's going to get ugly, but it's a, it's a hell of yep. an experience for those players. So uh, there you go. Well, Lee, great stuff as always, my man. We always appreciate you. Enjoy all the fantastic plays this weekend, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Yep, you too. Take care, Keith. There he goes, Lee Sterling right there, ParamountSports.com. Every single Friday he joins us, and uh, we appreciate his insight. And, yeah, DeMond, I wasn't going to do you like that. I wasn't going to get you with the UNLV Notre Dame line or all that. I couldn't do you like that. Even though you, uh, you, know, you dispute my, my no-catch rule or my no-catch with Vegas Jess, this is awesome. I can't wait till we have, like, round two of this. Hold on, Q, but no, no, no. I, I, am, I am man enough to admit when I could be wrong. 
Okay. And I say could be because I'm looking at the video again. I had to do the extra zoom. Okay. Let, let, me, let me hear the audio one more time because I, okay. oh. I swear I hear a, 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 a bounce. I swear I hear the ball bounce. Here you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shout out to Demi. We need a medic. Shout out to Demi. That was great. Anyway, so that's the that's the audio of it. You you're looking at the video. What do you see? All right, Q. Here's what I see. This, this is why it's a little controversial. It's okay. dark outside. It it's a black outside. ball in Vegas. Jess is wearing a black shirt. <laughs> okay, you know all all bad. You know, so it, I see how some things could get lost in the light here. No, this is true. I, I look and I I got that 100. percent Like it's not the easiest of uh, you know of conditions. Not to mention. Let's just put it all out there. I know Jason called in earlier, and I'm not trying to throw him under the bus. If he makes a good throw, it's not even close. Oh, yeah. If he makes a good throw, it's a walk-in touchdown. He just short-arms it. Yeah, this is a terrible throw, but what happens here is, without replay, 30, 40 years ago, this would have been a catching. We would have been on about our day. Right. But with the replay, we can see that he catches this with the help of the ground. Right. It, there's a little bit. It touches the ground, but it pops up just a little bit enough to where he can corral it in. And then it's just, oh, he just bobbled it. That's what you think. But no, no, no. Vegas just, in fact, did not catch this because it did hit the ground first. See? But Jason did throw a terrible pass. That's, a, that's the point. If, if Jason but Q, throws I, a pass, I feel like that's you can't. Assault. You can't brag about this because no, the no, pass no, was not, terrible. Oh, no, no. I'm not bragging at all. No. I'm, but you I'm, can't say, like, oh, he didn't catch it, though. No, I can say that he didn't catch it, but I'm saying that he should have caught it. It should have been a great throw, and it should have been a celebration in the end zone. I was down, man down. I was beat. I mean, there's, there, I did nothing in this play but fall. I mean, <laughs> that's all I did. I'm not, I, there's nothing I'm bragging about at all. Because everything, man, believe me, if I could take that back, I'd rather get beat while I'm still standing up. I mean, look, I had to go buy some new shoes. Man, he just got quiet in here like the music, the new music shoes. was on. New shoes, huh? Yeah, I, I did. I had to go buy some new shoes and everything. The wife thought she was going to save them, and she, she started to try to clean them and everything, and then she noticed that there was literally a hole in the side of my shoe. There's a hole in my shoe. So that's a wrap. We've had my shirt soaking in, like, stain remover and, and something else for over a week. So hopefully it comes clean, but it probably won't. So I'm going to have to buy a new work shirt, by the way, which aren't cheap. So, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 in, bad, I'm in bad shape, man. I'm doing bad. I got to work another job now just to be able to pay for, <laughs> pay for the clothes that I have to replace. The best part about this is the, like, three, four steps that you take going down. Oh, yeah, and you can hear him. Pat, 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 pat. Like, it was a wrap. I was done. And, you know, like I said, like I said on Monday when I was describing how the play happened, in my brain I knew exactly what I was supposed to do as far as stay up. Like, how do you stay up? But once your body starts, you know, telling you, telling you another story, man, it, it, ends up a, it ends up bad. It ended up really bad, man. I started, I got that, uh, you know, I got that, that body weight starting to lean a little forward, and it was a wrap. It was a wrap. I went down. I did bounce up, but then when I bounced up, I went right to the driveway and laid right back down. <laughs> it's just too funny, Q. I mean, you were there. You were, you were all pro. Man. No, I wasn't no pro. No, I mean, in, in the stance, though. Oh, Before yeah, the snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I look good. I look good. Got a text from Zeke in Bakersfield at 69187, keyword R&R. Come on, Q, tweet the video out. Can, can we get someone to edit it and put the voiceover saying that he needs some milk? Zeke. Zeke in Bakersfield, and I would tweet it out, but Zeke, you have no idea. I have no – I already have enough problems on Twitter. 
I have enough issues on Twitter. I got people that are firing shots at me all the time on Twitter. I'm trying to rem- I'm trying to remain in Twitter good standing. So I tweet that out. I'll I, it'll never it'll never die. The 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 mentions will never die. Good, bad, or ugly. And it, look, I don't I don't have any problem saying I absolutely lost on that one. That was bad. That was all bad business. But man, I don't need that. I don't need that Twitter uh, Twitter issues. My phone lights up all night long because of Twitter. I promise you, I'll wake up at 2 in the morning, and the wife will get so irritated because the room will just light up with my phone lighting up every few minutes. I don't, man, I don't need that Twitter issue. So, uh, no. <laughs> so, no. But, Zeke, if I see you in person, I'll definitely share it with you, and I'll show it to you. And uh, you can check it out, and you can get your own thoughts. 4.45 is the time. We'll take a quick break, come back, close out the show on this Friday live from Buffalo Wild Wings. I got 15 minutes to get rid of the rest of these prizes. And, oh, by the way, they're sampling Topo Chico and a lot more. So uh, come on by and get hooked up. Buffalo Wild Wings at the Galleria Mall with Raider Nation Radio 920. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. So here we are, our final few minutes of the show here today, live at Buffalo Wild Wings. Been having a good time here at uh, the Galleria Mall. Been encouraging everyone to come on by. 617 Mall Ring Circle, get hooked up. Got some T-shirts left, got a few hats left, got a couple koozies left, and they could be yours. We gave out coolers, gave out onesies, gave out all kind of good stuff. We do it each and every Friday. We're on, like, tour at Buffalo Wild Wings, so it's been a whole lot of fun. So, yeah, each, each week make sure you join us 2 to 5 p.m., and we'll let you know exactly what Buffalo Wild Wings we're going to be at. But, man, a lot of fun today. Definitely appreciate everyone chiming in on the show. You know, let's get back to, real quick, this game coming up on Sunday. I know uh, I'll be doing the pregame, pregame show from the torch on the Coors Light Landing. That'll start at 10 a.m. Then JT the Brick and Eric Allen will take over from 11 a.m. To, uh, to, to 1. Well, basically up to kickoff. And I'll pass the sticks on to Jason Horowitz and Lincoln Kennedy. So uh, we can, we'll all be at the torch on Sunday. So you can definitely come on out and hang out with us. And, uh, again, when you get to Allegiant Stadium, especially if you haven't been there, uh, soak it in, man. It's a great place to be. Check it all out. But we'll be there. Uh, I know that uh, Vinny Bonsignor will be at the Rockstar tomorrow and bring in a lot of Raider Nation. Anyone who's in town, definitely come on by early. I believe they start around 5 o'clock. I won't make it there. I have uh, ESPN Radio I'll be doing, so I won't be there because uh, I don't get off the air until 10. But go on by, and there's a lot of good stuff going on at the Rockstar. That's going down tomorrow. But real quick, DeMond wanted to talk about just the game in general. Uh, we talked a, a lot about, you know, what, what the keys to victory are going to be. Uh, as far as offense goes, I think it starts with Josh Jacobs in that run game. Uh, feed him. Let him eat. The Texans are not good at stopping the run, so go ahead and take advantage of that and then let everything else develop off the run. That's what I think offensively. Defensively, the exact opposite. Stop the run. Make sure Damian Pierce doesn't beat you. If he doesn't beat you, then Davis Mills is going ha- to be the guy that has to do that. Now, Brandon Cooks is a really good wide receiver. Let's make no mistake about it. He's fast. Uh, obviously, he's been in the league for quite a while. He, he can get it done. But I just don't believe Davis Mills as the quarterback can get it done, especially since he's regressed. So you stop the run. You don't give up the big play, and you're fine. Don't allow Davis Mills to have a bunch of confidence. If he gets confidence, then all of a sudden, you know, he can have that, that – that one Pro Bowl-type game, right, that game where it's like, wow, where did this guy come from? Oh, the Raiders just made him look like a superstar. So they can't allow that to happen. Special teams-wise, I'd like to see the, the Raiders do some things in the kick return game. They haven't really done anything. I know DJ Turner is probably going to be a guy that's back. He provides some, some speed. Maybe he can help out in the kick return game, but 
Punt return, kick return, it just hasn't been very good for the Raiders so far. And the special teams unit as a whole, in my opinion, hasn't been great either. So they need to continue to work on that. Uh, overall, just go out there and, and play with that sense of confidence and show who you are that you're not really that one and four team. I mean, that's, that's really where I'm at when it comes to the keys to the game, what they need to do to come out with a victory. I think on Monday there should be no doubt about it that we're talking about a, a victory and we're talking about who we're giving game balls to, who was the, the big-time players in the game, and really breaking, on that, breaking all that down. I think that's what we should be talking about on Monday. Now, shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, they've got to go and get it done on the field. So, DeMond, as far as you're concerned, looking at this game, offensively, defensively, special teams, overall, what do you want to see happen on Sunday with the Raiders? Impose their will. Like I've been saying all week is that this team, they need to go out and dominate this game. I'm not saying that they need to win by three-plus touchdowns, right. but at least cover that spread, not for the gambling purposes, but just to put this game out of reach for the Texans. I mentioned that this can be a get-right game for a lot of people. That's why I think that someone like Hunter Renfro, he needs to play in this game because I do think that the Raiders can win without him, but just to get that feeling, just to have a good game under your belt for the season, this could be a get-right game for a lot of players, Hunter Renfro included. Also, Chandler Jones. I do see that this is the game. Chandler Jones is going to get a sack, maybe two, but I really? do think that this, yes, this is the game. Game, we're okay. going to see Chandler Jones get after the quarterback because I think at at every level, every phase of the game, the Raiders are better than the Texans. And I just keep saying it because I do think that the Raiders are going to win this game and it's just the get-right game. They're going to dominate in the run game. The pass rush is going to be able to get after Davis Mills. Obviously, he's not that good of a quarterback and the offensive line is not the best in the league. The running game, yes, trying to stop Pierce. Maybe he will break off for a, a one big run or two. And you mentioned Brandon Cooks. He hasn't done anything all season, only one touchdown, and he's had seven receptions twice. I know it's only a five-game sample size, but right. he like last season he had 90 catches he's not on pace to do that again this year right so for no, me right. he's not that big of a he's he's the player that's good but they're not getting him the ball and I don't see that he has a big breakout game against the Raiders so for everyone on the field on this Raiders team they should be looking at it as this is the game that I'm going to have a great game you know you you say it's a good day to have a good day or it's yeah. a great day to have a great day this is going to be the game it's a good game to have a good game for the Raiders I would love to see Chandler Jones break out. I know he's played better as of late. He's had some pressures, but he has no sacks. And I know one of the big conversation pieces when the Raiders made the move for Chandler Jones and, and traded Nick Ngakwe to uh, the Colts was, was that the right move? Well, Ngakwe hasn't really done too much for the Colts either. So uh, for anyone saying that, well, maybe, maybe the Raiders shouldn't have moved on from Ngakwe, I mean, he has two and a half sacks on the season. You know, he hasn't done a whole lot. Uh, Chandler Jones obviously doesn't have any sacks, but he's – you know, he's, he's starting to come on a little bit. So it's, it's really, you know, not a lot to not a lot. So I would love to see Chandler Jones come out of this game with a couple sacks and, you know, kind of just they come in bunches, right? So if, if he can get a couple and start feeling good about himself, that, that breeds confidence. And, again, it gets a guy like Davis Mills. Why not? You know, tee off on that guy. Make, make him understand who you are and, and that you're not messing around, especially for the home fans too. You know, Raiders, treat the home fans to a, a hell of a show. Put on a great show on Sunday at Allegiant Stadium. Again, I do think that they win the game. I think it's going to be close. I know they're favored by seven points. I, I don't think that they are going to cover that spread, but I do think that they're going to win the game. I think we'll be talking about a victory come Monday. So, Raider Nation, that's really all we got time for. Thanks so much for everyone chiming in on the show. It's been fantastic. Uh, J Jason, even though you're a terrible quarterback, thanks for chiming in. Damon, appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you from the torch on Sunday on Raider Nation Radio 920. Have a good evening.